0: Welcome to Is A Hot Dog A Sandwich. Today we will be discussing how we would design our city. Who would we have play us in a movie and what type of genre would it be? And finally, which two artists would we like to see collaborate on an album?
1: Bow. Oh! Oh! You know what? I can't lie. I'm really happy with those qu- these questions. Yeah, fantastic. These are definitely, um, I feel like, Jed-focused questions. Yeah. I have a whole book on city design. I was going to say that. I was <laughs> say. Roman Mars is like number one fan. Um, yeah, we need to send this to Roman Mars. I can't even lie. We, we, might, we might be able to feature on 99% Invisible.
0: I'm here for it. Um, I wanted to start off with a big, big thank you to our listeners. We seem to have a massive influx over the past week, um, yeah. almost doubling our count. And uh, I just want to say hi, welcome to Is A Hot Dog A Sandwich, I hope you're enjoying it, I hope you continue to enjoy it and I hope you stick around.
1: Yeah, take a seat, get comfortable, because we do talk a lot of nonsense, but also very welcoming, very inviting, and hopefully we'll make you as comfortable as possible to laugh, smile, share some opinions, and uh, definitely put us down a peg or two when we, uh, when we get a bit too confident. <laughs> yeah, please,
0: please, please do. Um, so first off, we're going to be talking about city design. Do you want to give us a bit of... Uh, background on or just want to go straight in
1: no you know what i think i think city design is something that we don't and this i'm really stealing roman Wise's words here so right. i just need to you know if i was doing a, a study i would i would cite roman Wise a hundred times in this in this uh whatever i'm about to say city design is something that i think isn't thought about in every day but it's something that can directly impact our lives it is something that is so connected to how we view ourselves in the world around it around us because if we're in a city that allows us to interact with it in a positive way we therefore a lot of the time studies have shown have a better idea of how we process things because we're actively processing things as we're living right um but also you will find that city design is directly connected to uh area time it was built country it was built in all of these things. We watched a video yesterday that you put on about uh, population size of uh, cities. Thousands
0: and Thousands and thousands of years. I think since 3000 BC. Yeah, which is...
1: And you saw crazy amounts of cities that once, you know, had a million people in it, had millions of people in it, now have less than a million cities that don't even exist anymore, that at one point were the biggest city in the world. And when cities find their boom you also find a massive boost in the the architecture from that time right so for example just to, to set the scene london was the largest city in the world for a good 20 30 40 years uh, early 19 early 1900s uh,
0: late 1800s late 1800s
1: and early yeah and you can see that in the uh, in the victorian architecture it is prevalent and you see a lot of the things that london is celebrated for in its architecture and its design, it's celebrated for because it came from such uh, a time and it's the signature of the city. And you'll find that in a lot of places, like New York was the biggest city from after London. It took over London, yeah, right?
0: Know,
1: yeah. yeah, and you see that this kind of modern design, this art, art deco design that was really popular in those in that period is the signature of New York. So I, I love talking about city design. I could do it for a long time, but I think we should definitely get rolling and get into how we would do it.
0: Okay, so I'm going to kick off with how I would design a city. And I want to preface this with, there is uh, this is more conceptual than practical. Mm. Uh, because there's so many <laughs> fun ideas I'd rather play with than be like, oh, we must have X amount of roads that go this way or a block or something like that. So I love rivers. I love uh, bodies of water and I love being in and around water and I think people should experience that more. Um, since moving up into cent- like a more central place in London, I've gone to see the river every single week mm-hmm. without fail for long walks at least an hour or two or skated along the river mm-hmm. and it brings me so much joy and I think others should share in that. I remember when I was younger I used to paddle in rivers. I used to find that small fish in rivers and there's so much that can be uh, gained from being in and around rivers and exploring the ecosystems that rivers support. Mm-hmm. So I have this uh, this. Imagination. This this picture of a essentially a number of small rivers that slowly get bigger and bigger and accumulate. Almost like imagine a tree of rivers that are this city that shape this city. Okay. So imagine like a great a big oak tree. You've got the trunk which goes out into the into the sea into the ocean, Mm -hmm. Um, and then you've got all of the stems that that uh, stretch off, and then you have your leaves which are the islands. Yeah. Um, And these islands are where people. Uh, what people inhabit uh, for the stems. These are going to be a mixture of uh, rivers as well as drained uh, rivers, similar to what Valencia has. Okay. So uh, Valencia drained one of its uh, main rivers, and it's entirely. It's just a walkway. Um, I did it's not got know trees that trees and uh, green area and playgrounds and football courts and uh, everything. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's so interesting to be because you're kind of surrounded by these two very high walls, but it mm-hmm. creates such a lovely kind of atmosphere and people skate and people bike along it it's just Mm -hmm. a really nice different way to experience uh the city
1: now i know i know you're not into star signs or anything (laughs) but uh you are a pisces
0: (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna stop you there and i'm just gonna say this city bans star signs (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's brilliant um, so uh, just
1: from my understanding are these are all these tributaries and these uh, meandering rivers that, that meander off of the, the main source, source of water are these man-made I,
0: I a little bit of a Dubai a, situation I would love I would love to say oh yes we just had so many sources you know what because this is my city Yeah. You know, we just had so many sources coming from different places um, we're like surrounded that. by a big hmm. hill essentially that comes from lots of different places and we get water from 50 different lakes in this imaginary country uh, where the city resides. Um, I also had this idea is I like, I like green spaces and I like encouraging people to take care of their environment. Similar to what we spoke about last week in terms of uh, gentrification, where people were given communities to enjoy and, to shape and make their own, so they looked after them. So those communities became more loving and lovely and they built that strong sense of community, which I think we can lose at times. Mm -hmm. Um, And on this, we have the, the, the various leaves, but at the end of each of these leaves, I think a central Hub, a central hub where you could have allotments and green spaces, parks. So this city is growing by the second, as you should picture. <laughs> um, but a space which is maintained by the community. So each area can put its own twists on it. Mm-hmm. You'll have like different boards, like homeowner's associations, but ones that actually run sensibly rather than the ones you see <laughs> yeah. on TV. Yeah, um, And just uh, different ways to bring people together, almost to force people together at first. But then I think they will start to find that harmony in process.
1: Mm-hmm. first i really like the the green aspect of it i love i love water i I love the concept of of running water through your whole city the cities that are really known for water like um amsterdam venice places like that they are also seen as some of the most beautiful cities in the world Uh, i'm definitely naive to more because i imagine there are some incredible cities with water that i I don't know so hopefully yours is the next big one uh, of these super waterway cities
0: yeah i Honestly, I could go on endlessly, but I'm going to stop and pass it over to you.
1: You know what? We might have to uh, later down the line revisit this because this is quite clearly a very fun subject and something that I think we could talk about endlessly.
0: Yeah, I've not even touched on transport, so...
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I see what you're going for there. So for mine, um, I, I've i also planned to build mine, not with water the same way as you have, but I want a, wa- a river, a main river to be a key part of it. See, that's funny because... I know you don't like star signs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> as a cancer, <laughs>
1: uh, no, you're completely right. It's the cancer in me, you know. I, I love, I love it so much. Um, I, for one, will not be banning anybody talking about star signs in my city, as well, I you have nowhere
0: to go, people. Exactly,
1: you know. If you're not sure, if you're not sure at which of the two cities and you and star signs is a is a deal breaker for you, you head my way. Um, but you but should really be able to predict that before, because yeah, come on, stars. read your horoscopes, guys. Uh, so. For mine, uh, I, you can tell we're both from London because the River Thames plays such a big part in our our enjoyment of this city, I think Absolutely. so uh, I've got a river running through mine Ooh. and the way I have, I've had mine built, I want first of all, I want the city to have a limit I want its size to be limited because I find that with the the larger a city grows and the endless growth can result in one uh, a less green uh, city, a less green footprint yeah. because the more people you need, the more consumerism, the more stuff you need to bring in all of those kinds of things. Right. So it's going to have a limit. And the way I'm going to limit it, limit the size of the city is I'm going to set, it's going to be a circle, a very large circle. Okay. And I'm going to set the circle mm-hmm. by building skyscrapers at the edge. Of the circles. Yeah. So if anybody's ever seen attack on Titan, <laughs> Um, The main uh, city in in the first series that is attacked is just a big wall, right? It's a massive wall. Imagine that. I will have a wall around my city, but the wall will be built with these beautiful skyscrapers. So when you're flying in, because I I remember seeing New York as I was coming in on the train, you see the skyscrapers, right? I remember flying into London last time I was away. Can't even remember when it was. It was so long ago. And you fly in and you see the shard and you see, if you're lucky enough and you're coming in at the right angle, you can see the shard. You can see sports stadiums. And I really like that. So I'm going to build these super massive uh, skyscrapers that also act as a as a, a blocker from um,
0: bad weather and things Locker, like that. Blocker, 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 blocker. Block, block, no. block, Yeah. Will they be uniform? Will they be different? How are you envisioning this?
1: So I think. It's funny, there's a video by the School of Life on this and they talk about Amsterdam as a great example of how to use buildings to create uniformity but also uh, separation and difference. We know from, I know from watching many Tom Scott videos as well is that people like regularity but they like novelty as well. So not too much regularity and not too much novelty. They don't want chaos but they also don't want the same thing over and over and over and over again. So I would have a height limit. I would have a width limit I would have, unless it was, unless it was for something uh, particular, like if there could be an exception, right? So one of the, like the the grand entrance to the city, there might be a grand entrance, right? I'm really taking this medieval, Um, but the grand entrance might be real wide, you know, to say, welcome to this city. And... Yeah, that might have an exception. Or if there's a sports stadium, could be part of the outskirts. That obviously can't have a certain width limit. You need to have it massive so it can fit the, the, the team and the fans and everything. So, yeah, something like that. So I would start with that, right? Skyscrapers are forming the perimeter of this city. Love it. And then what I would have, and I'm going to show you uh, the, the, the structure I've got there.
0: Okay, it's interesting. This is very interesting. <laughs>
1: so we will, we will, we're going to put, a, we're going to put this, this drawing sketch somehow somewhere on our Instagram if you guys want to ha- go and have a look and, and, and see, what, see what I'm going for here. But the center is going to be a massive community hub massive i want residential in the center of the city right i want people living where the where the where the the culture is right okay so right at the center you're going to have um residential areas but that's not to say you know it's the center of the city you still need to have uh these spaces of tourist attraction in these spaces that remind people oh you're in this city right yeah. so that's where your big monuments your, your large squares your water fountains all that kind of stuff is going to be your big shopping high street oh uh, no that's a lie not your big shop in high street because then branching out of this central space will then be all of your working space will then be where you have your retail high streets branching out you'll have stores and shops and other things like that and pr- Restaurants, but not so much because restaurants will also be in those communal spaces
0: because I want the place bustling. So, Are we going to see kind of districts similar to kind of like Canary Wharf where you have kind of more financial district and then a shopping district or is it a bit more interspersed?
1: That's a great question. So the we're going to have community spaces as the districts and then you're going to f- fit things in between. Okay. So in between the distance between your central community hub and then the next one, which might be like a mile or two away, the, the roads and the areas that connect you to that space will be... Uh, like your financial areas will be. So it's going to be mixed use space and buildings actively have to be communal. So you will have potentially some residential in there. You'll have some office work. You'll have maybe restaurants and cafes at the bottom because it's, it's scientifically proven the stats show the more things you have going on around the, around the places you are, the more life you can see being lived, the more, the higher the quality of life, the higher the perception of the quality of life as well.
0: Uh, What, I wanted to just go back to as well is that you said that there will be a, a limit to the capacity like the size of the city yeah and i have on my notes as well this this idea of capacity limiting mm-hmm. um and why for you is capacity limiting so important
1: i think i don't ever want to feel one lost in a city which i know from people who've been to these these mega cities they're like you you can't tell where you are sometimes and i imagine living there it's a little bit different but it's so vast you know london to me is very very big i don't really have a concept of west london (laughs) like i i know it exists but i don't even really count it as london do you know what i mean (laughs)
0: yeah there is definitely that line.
1: right and so london's not even london's not even that big london is you know 9 million 12 million when all the commuters come in
0: and when you speak to people that come into london for like the first time or the second time Mm. or they're not familiar with london and they experienced just central London. Mm. And they're like, oh, London's huge. Mm. But they were only touching the surface of yeah. like how massive it really is. Like you say, because there is West London, there yeah. is South London, there is North London, there is East London, if mm. you have to go there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, which have different areas. You've got like the Stratford, which is a mm-hmm. massive shopping centre yeah. at Westfield. And even like Bromley, the Glades. Mm. And all of these yeah. places that feed communities around yeah. them. When you come to central London, you only experience a, a snapshot of that.
1: Yeah. And like like you say, Stratford mm-hmm. in itself could be a city uh, shopping centre. Yeah. Like you put that in Birmingham and it, it's the same size as the ball ring. <laughs> so if not bigger, you know, you've got the Olympic Park right there. Yeah, Stratford that, is big, it's boring. Right. So when you have places like that, it's very, it's very difficult to feel like you are part of something. And I want the people in my city to feel like they are part of this community. That's going to be a really important thing. And we'll go to it in another episode because we have really, really yeah, pulled so pulled the, the, the value out of this and the flavor out of this. We'll talk at another time about transport, about potentially the political systems. How do we govern? How do we we connect to the people? Because I would really, first of all, love to know, anybody who's listening, what kind of city would you like to live in? What cities do you live in? What are the best parts about them? Because we're going to incorporate them on part two, whenever we come back to it, of our city builder. Oh, I like that.
0: Let us know if you'd like a part two yeah
1: yeah we could we could be talking and it was like can you just get onto the one about the movie like i've had enough of this so, uh, the
0: the movie one is really interesting because we watch a lot of tv media anime yeah. movies together um and I, i'm not a person that necessarily pictures of myself in these on these screens um so coming up with who could potentially play me um particularly when we talk about things like representation there's not too many of people that look like me or kind of fit that mold so Mm -hmm. do i go to someone that's like a bit out there yeah um or do i let someone kind of cross play me and just make it a bit weird and funky but um who do you have play you oh
1: you know what you set it up you set up so (laughs) i was like oh you're gonna roll straight into it you straight at me so jokingly i would say viola davis because (laughs) sorry i I shouldn't have said that as you were (laughs) We'll
0: be choking Why are Viola Davis dead? Because she
1: could play any human being on the planet. She could probably play anything. She could play a sofa better than sofas could play sofas. She could play a universal deity. She could play the sun itself better than the sun could play. What
0: what was it that you showed me earlier? So,
1: yeah, the first visual of a movie involving Michelle Obama came out and Viola Davis is playing Michelle Obama and she does this particular face where she kind of scrunches up her nose and smiles and it was a direct, a direct uh, copy of... What Violet, what Michelle Obama does with her face, and Viola Davis just b- performed it perfectly. It felt like actually Michelle Obama was the actor, um, and he <laughs> was always been playing <laughs> Viola Davis doing that character. That's yeah, because she's just the best. But uh, alas, uh, Viola Davis is is off doing many more important things than playing a, a straight able bodied white man. So, so I am gonna have to choose from the. I'm- unfortunately but the copious amounts of able-bodied straight white men uh to play to play me and the, it came down to a conversation of two people and it's mainly because they are two of the most recent people I've seen acting oh, okay so the first one who came who, who got pipped at the post was Timothee Charlemagne okay. because I've seen the the role he played in June and I cannot wait to watch his role in the French Dispatch which is a movie by Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson is one of my favourite directors. Mm-hmm. So mainly the reason why I, I like Timothee Chalamet is because Wes Anderson likes him. And, <laughs> and I trust a lot of what that man says. I trust a lot of what that man says. He writes charming movies and I would hope that my, the movie that I would be, be made about me would be written, directed by right. Wes Anderson. So it kind of, it goes, it goes, if Wes Anderson likes them, then they should, then, you know, they could play me. But... In his performance in June, Timothee Chalamet was way too stiff for for who I am.
0: Yeah, if you're a swaggy go guy, you're a this... <laughs> you have some swag too. You can have a little bit of street sense. Bro, also in June, he, sh- he shouts at his mum. Oh, no, no. That can't run. Do you know what I mean? That can't
1: run. Even though that part was written, yeah. I would never... Are you Outrageous. mad? Outrageous. Outrageous
0: blasphemy could never happen no exactly so he's already out already out because yeah, my character would fight you if that <laughs> yeah rightfully so like, my, the person acting me in yeah. whatever movie you're in yeah. would fight yeah <laughs> please <thing. laughs> please do if i'm not there they got they
1: got to sort of out. Uh, so the character the actor that i'm actually gonna go for to play me is somebody who's from london who is within a year of my birth and uh he also in some way is connected to one of our closest friends, uh, Franco, who has been wow. a guest on this show. And that man's name is Tom Holland. <laughs> so for anybody who don't know, who doesn't know, Tom Holland went to uh, Brit school yes. and so is based in Croydon. He went to for at least two years, to my knowledge, the same place that I went to every Wednesday and Sunday. Wow. You know, so he knows Croydon, but probably better than I know Croydon. He was, you know, a minute's walk away from where I was training, playing American football. So no, very, very closely connected, right? Also, Zendaya is one of my biggest crushes. <laughs> I am in love with Zendaya. Zendaya, please, DM me. <laughs> are you just trying to get someone on set? Are you just trying to get on
0: set with... i like, oh, just invite your friends. Do yeah, <laughs> no, you see what I'm
1: saying? And they're friends. So, yeah. you know, it only makes sense. <laughs> Tom Holland can play... You know, we've seen when he plays Spider-Man. Yeah. He's bouncy. He's jumpy. He's funny. I like to think that I have some humor in me some positive energy so i think it's a perfect fit personally
0: What's really interesting is to my memory of the films that i've seen with tom holland in, he's never played like a british guy and no. i'd really like for that to happen yeah he could
1: we have slightly different accents he he's kind of this is me speaking but he sounds a bit posh wait, I,
0: wait that's you what well, i thought it was tom it? <laughs> <laughs>
1: there's a there's a thing that i saw with tom holland in a youtube video where people thought that he was the geico uh gecko and i was like it's, not all British people sound, sound the same don't do that to us so um, yeah Tom just do a little bit more of a South London accent and uh, I think you could play me
0: I like that yeah um, so hit us with it we I, I don't know if this question came from the mo- this moment but as soon as the question was raised and posed I my brain went to this moment we uh, watch uh, The Cave with Kenny Beats yeah and where he invites a series of rappers artists musicians singers onto his show he makes a beat in 10 minutes whilst chatting with his guests who are, who tend to just be his friends. Mm. Um, and then they go in and they freestyle in the booth. And I remember one day just sitting down and one of the, I'd say, wackier episodes with a less serious musician, a more comedy kind of musician slash comedian, actor, personality, um, Zach Fox came on. And he was <laughs> one just hilarious. He's just a complete... Like a goofball. The definition of a goofball. Yeah. uh, Kind of stoner mentality. Just uh, odd guy. And he also has hair that's very similar to mine. Which is quite hard to find um, in media. Yeah. So, Zach Fox is the person that I want to play me in this movie. Because he is funny. Because he's got this weird sense of humour that I kind of associate myself a bit with. He, He definitely goes... Way more extreme than I. Do. Oh, he really, really I does. I no filter. Yeah, <laughs> and he interacts with uh, one of my favorite musicians, Thundercat. They're like best friends, and they have yeah. uh, this show where they they just be weird and wacky and bounce off each other and kind of take the Mickey out of themselves as well as taking the Mickey out of life. And I like that that goofiness, that light heartedness. Um, saying this, I also realized what genre. Oh yeah. So this about? is
1: the second part of the. This is the second part of the. Uh the question and that's first of all zach fox great choice yeah. great choice i would say his humor isn't as smart as yours that's the one thing i say has got to you're very witty and quick with yours he's also very quick but a lot of the time it's very silly like it's, it's like the punchline it might be very loosey because he says it in such a funny way um no great choice for zach fox so it's funny i was torn between two you know indecisiveness has hit me a lot today clearly mm-hmm. but i was torn between uh, a rom-com okay and a superhero movie because rom-coms... I, I'm a hopeless romantic. Do you know what I mean? I I really want that... That The Proposal story. I really... I don't know if you've seen The Proposal with uh, Ryan Reynolds and uh, Sandra Bullock. I'm not a rom-com aficionado. Bad man is. movie. If you're listening to this right now, The Proposal is on Netflix. Watch that. Um, but yeah, so there's that but... It's Tom Holland. Tom Holland's expertise is in superheroes. Superheroes have driven a lot of my narrative growing up and helped me kind of frame who I want to be. So it would be a superhero movie, but it would be a superhero rom-com. <laughs> 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 yeah well you superhero know. movies kind of are like an amalgamation of many different
0: so i'm just kind of you know just. so it's not that uh what's that versus the world um uh scott pilgrim it's not scott pilgrim versus no, the world. No, <laughs> no no no, no. That's, there's not quite a wrong i guess it is a superhero yeah wrong call yeah yeah. So yeah so no
1: definitely definitely
0: like as is. well done as i think would
1: be. yeah well uh, scott pilgrim is a very uh kind of awkward person i don't think scott pilgrim <laughs> is the kind of person who would have a podcast should we say <laughs> <laughs> should we say that no, uh, at all. but he does fight yeah. a super powered vegan and that is a great scene and one that everybody should go on YouTube right now. A lot of homework for you guys listening today.
0: You're welcome. Yeah, you um, really are. So my one has, what are to, you in? Yeah. It has to be a comedy. <laughs> I, I don't think it would make sense. for like Zach Fox is not from the UK and I wouldn't even like to attempt to hear his accent. So I want it to be just a ridiculous um, impression of what it is to be a British South Londoner. <laughs> like him kind of almost being given scenes to improvise and just seeing what comes from it (laughs) loosely based around my life. Like, imagine him doing this.
1: Imagine (laughs) him doing
0: this and just be like, you all right, mate? It'd be hilarious. (laughs) No, I do not want to go up the apples and pears. (laughs) That
1: reminds me, have you seen Don Cheadle in Ocean's 12? Uh,
0: Yeah, my word. (laughs) One of the worst British actors. Yeah, that'd be a nightmare. But Zach Fox would be hilarious. He would be. And... You know what? He'll have poetic license to do with, do with, um, my my character, whatever. Your life, your story, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but we'll just make sure to plaster many disclaimers. Yeah. Like, this is not the real. Even like an Easter egg in the background, be like, this, yeah, this isn't real life. Yeah. yeah. Just to
1: keep everyone. So people don't start thinking, I
0: can't believe you said that, Ethan.
1: It's like, no, it was just, it was just having a good time. <laughs> uh,
0: it would be also interesting to see how uh, Tom Holland played you in my movie about me, mm-hmm. and how Zac Fox played me in your movie yeah. about you. Yeah,
1: that's what I was thinking. Like, how how would they interact? How would the people that we've chosen for ourselves interact with each other? I, I think it would go well. I think it would go well.
0: I think, yeah, they would make a, a, a good team, yeah. but not as good as the next set of people that we're going to be talking about. This Transition was Hey, round of applause, round of applause. Next that's up, that's we outrageous. are talking about collaborative music and albums that we'd love to see um historically we've had like the uh, we had for a long time jay-z and kanye what's the, the drone make. yeah we had kanye and Drake, two of the biggest hitters in the last 15 mm-hmm. 20 years mm-hmm. um we've had kendrick lamar and j cole which was a, almost a mythical album yeah and which people have pleaded for and fans across the the globe and galaxy almost mm-hmm. if aliens could communicate with us they'd be pleading for that album yeah oh yeah um would you like to go first? Should I should go off.
1: No, you know, I, I I I'm ready for you to do your thing. So I'm gonna go first so that you can Ooh. so that you can unload because you've got you've got the I know what you got set up for us and it's gonna be massive. I've got a few hidden away. Okay! So cause I'm also gonna I've got more homework for the for for the listeners of the podcast. <laughs> I apologize guys, you've got to start calling me the professor. But I <laughs> the professor. Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> Dishing uh, out homework. Dishing out homework. So the the, the <laughs> I don't know where this came from in my head, right? Yeah, I'm ro-
0: so ready for this.
1: So the first person uh, who, who's going to be on this album, the first artist who's on this album, is an artist called Kenny Hoopla. Oh. Now, th- the reason why this is big for the podcast is because on one of our first few episodes... Flashback. <laughs> <laughs> I, I put Into Room 101... You did new generation emo music mm-hmm. I put <laughs> all the people who make emo music now in the room 101 I still see your shadow <laughs> man. <am I? laughs> and Kenny Hoopla is one of the flag bearers for new emo music from LA left LA moved to Wisconsin makes very emotional songs sings like he's from 2003 would fit into My Chemical Romance perfectly Kenny Hoopla is one of my just dyed their hair blonde as well so Ooh. shout out to Kenny Hoopla for dying their hair blonde Look fantastic Um, yeah just an incredible vulnerable person who has taken emo music I think to the next level and is somebody is one of my favourite up and coming artists Mm. and I'm mad I didn't get to see them when they came to London but so Kenny Hoopless to start out right yeah and now the second one I don't know where it came from I really don't I think it's because somebody said I was trying to be the lead singer the other day and I was like I don't, I don't see where you got that from but I can kind of see why you got it yeah, bro, you're leading
0: a lead you lead a vibe bro you got a swag
1: no nah, for real but like I don't know I don't know how they saw me as this person like but i take it and it's a band and I hope all my Italian listeners all our Italian listeners please I'm, I, I don't know Italian no. so if I pronounce this wrong forgive me um, but oh. <laughs> You know, it's kind of no And this uh this uh, the band uh Maneskin or Mainskin, uh, which in Italian means Moonlight, they won Eurovision this year, they run Eurovision 2021, and they were known for having incredible amounts of sex appeal for this brash new version of pop rock, which some people call heavy, especially at Eurovision, they called it heavy because you know the alternative is what like dance hits. But it was more like Franz Ferdinand meets Fallout Boy kind of vibe. But they were really potent performers and the lead singer don't know their name but they have this charisma that locks you onto them and i think was one of the real reasons why they were so successful yeah, yeah. i would love to see this combination of kenny hoopla the very yeah. americanized version of of emo music yeah. of new school rock music combined with maniskin who have taken a lot of 2000 early 2000s pop rock from the uk I would love to see them mesh together. I'm really just kind of putting them together so I can just go to their gig and watch
0: two of my favorite current artists perform. Yeah, that really sounds fantastic. And I'm not someone that listens to either of them in great <laughs> in great quantities, but when I have experienced them through you playing them, our car journeys, mm. um, just kind of vibing in the, in the room, it, it they've always brought something. And their cover, Manskin's cover of Begging, which yeah. is blowing up or has been blowing up for. Months, months, months now. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, um, and the, like you say, the voice, the power that this person, um, the lead singer, has mm. in their songs, their the use of their voice captures you, whether you are looking at them or not. Mm. On top of the fact of them being just a visually uh, captivating mm. artist, um, yeah, th- that's a good, very good answer. Yeah. Were there any kind of special mentions that you'd like to give or or people? Anyone that you were like, oh, this might be a bit too simple, yeah, um, but you would like to kind of highlight.
1: Well, I I did want to top start at the top with saying I want just I just want to Watch the Throne two. Like I, I <laughs> yeah. that's actually where this question came from in my mind was yeah, okay. just can we please just get Watch the Throne two? Um, but yeah, Drake and Kanye would be a perfect combination for mm. me that
0: we're probably never gonna see. Uh, did you, uh, Kanye, I think ex- extended the the Olive branch in, in the Kanye way, which means it will probably be gone by the time this podcast that comes. <laughs> yeah, you're
1: right. Well, of course he extended it. His album sold less. <laughs> Why would Drake take, take, take the losers? Olive, right? you know what I mean, he's like, I'm at the top. So yeah, that's that. But I'm really excited to hear what you have got coming. So
0: the first one that came to my mind, I was like, ah, oh, uh, Frank Ocean and Kendrick Lamar. And then I was like, oh no, they actually Sorry? came out of a song like eight, nine years ago. Yeah. And then I was disappointed because I was like, oh, I, I can't remember that song. And yeah. I, I feel like every song that they come out with, I should remember. Yeah, 100%. And I was like, oh, Kenny Anderson Pack. And then I remember Tints exists. Mm-hmm. So I was, I was racking my brain at, and I was forcing Kendrick, and this is going to be my special mention now. Yeah, um, This one is my special mention because I feel like it's almost too simple, too obvious. One of the greatest rappers, or oh, both of these are two of the greatest rappers of all time. Mm-hmm. One inspired the other and influenced the other in a Ooh. way that I don't think any other rapper has, particularly in terms of uh, use of lyrics and in terms of building out uh, their songs. And that is the... <sighs> just one of the best all-round rappers who I'd love to see still performing to this day and it's Andre 3000 oh AKA yeah aka three stacks, aka 16 ain't enough Caroline Caroline <laughs> <laughs> um, anytime I listen to Andre 3000 even yeah. if I don't if I can't keep up cut up with the beats I can just appreciate the man's flow yeah. the man's voice the way he rides on a, a rhythm it's just wonderful yeah. and you can see his influence directly on Kendrick Lamar his multi-syllabetic rhyme schemes uh, which kendrick has adopted and uh, grown and they they both are people that continue to iterate they continue to um make new and interesting sounds and when andre 3000 decides to feature on xr x emerging artist song it's always good yeah name me a bad andre 3000 feature in the last 20 years it don't then. exist it don't exist <laughs> <laughs> just amazing, and that, thats just my—that's my. That's, my <laughs> that's a special mention. Yeah, that's a special yeah, mention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this next artist is an artist who I love and who has one of my favourite albums of all time, which is Process. And this is Sampha. Oh, Sampha is a British artist um, who I—I I guess really emerged onto the scene via Drake. Um don't think about but
1: it too, too much too much too much too much you know what these
0: mics got me feeling myself way too much Um, and then he disappeared I saw him live that same year at Park Life, and the performance again captivated the audience everyone was in a, a stunned silence that this man sounded even better in real life than he did um, on his album he was mm-hmm. playing a very small keyboard yeah. and he would just he just had us all yeah. and I'm going to pair this with another elusive figure or figures. And uh, this is another British band group collective called Salt. Ooh, good um, choice. And they make amazing kind of music that is influenced by a bit of kind of hip hop, um, house, blues, um, very black centric. And I think the fusion of their sounds and the way in which Salt kind of accentuate um, the I guess the good sides of these performers and really bring out their qualities would be would create a stunning album. It would probably not be as long as I want it to, but I don't think there is any amount of time that would be (laughs) an appropriate amount of time for this song. But um, Sampha and Salt, and that's S-A-U-L-T for anyone who wants to listen, Mm -hmm. listen to whatever you like from them because it's all amazing. Yeah,
1: I'm ready. The, The sounds that would come out of there would be incredible. And new, those sounds would be new sounds. The sounds I'm going for are very old. The sounds you're going for are, are, are really right at the forefront of what popular music is becoming. Yeah. I, you know, I really wouldn't be surprised if, Salt, if they wanted to, like, would be running the charts in in a few years because they're they're representing the the vanguard of of what music should be becoming. So, I'm, bro, I'm I'm hype. We need to make that happen. Let's <laughs> get on the phones, on the phone. guys. If you're listening and you know any of the people we just named, tell them to tell them one to come on our podcast and two to.
0: Link up. Yeah, especially Sanford. I hope you're okay with it. Yeah, I for real. Um, so today we spoke about city design and mm-hmm. we went on for a good amount of time. And I, I think that was a really amazing uh, talking points. And I loved actually seeing your the design <laughs> for your Because t- we've spoken about it. Yeah. One of your goals for the future is to design a city mm-hmm. along with a fantastic flag to suit yes, that city. Sir. Um We then spoke about who would we like to play us in a movie. Mm-hmm. We spoke about Tom Holland, Zach Fox, Timothy Timothee Charlemagne Timothy Charlemagne I wanted to make sure I got that <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and then finally collaborative albums who would you guys like to see who are you listening to at the moment that you think would be a great fusion because they fit like they, they fill similar areas mm-hmm. who could be a wacky combination yeah. that would make it work because they are so incredibly talented such as the likes of Anderson Pack. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait for Silk Sonic to drop I think that <sighs> comes out this week yeah. or next week but yeah ready to go um, this has been is a hot dog a sandwich? Would you like to say any final words?
1: I just hope wherever you are, no matter what you're doing, that you're happy, that we brought you some joy. We maybe challenged you. Hopefully you come back and challenge us. Please, wherever you get this podcast, wherever you find it, review it, share it with your friends and just dis- debate. Please have these same debates. We hope it sparks insight and creativity in your mind as well. Uh, yeah, that's it from me.
0: Oh, lovely way to finish. We are over and out. Peace. Bye.